Hey guys, my name is Sebastian Hertz and I'm the co-founder of Signify Global Product Sourcing. And Steven asked me that I make a very short, a very quick video. That is why I will speak very fast, but I'm trying to put in a lot of value for you guys for sourcing. One of the first things I want to get into, and I think we will show this somewhere up here, the slides then, is where you may find suppliers. I mean, anybody knows, of course, Alibaba. You can search in Alibaba, you can find suppliers there, mostly, of course, from China. Um, but if you're looking, for example, also in China, where else can you go? Yaoliobaba, 1688. This is, uh, well, of course, a Chinese page, but you may find many more suppliers in there as well. Uh, for other countries, you may go to Global Sources, to Euro Pages, to Verliefertwas, WLW for German um, pages. AliExpress, of course, is one of the ones. And as well, think about it, you may find suppliers also on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. You may stalk them down there and find out information and try to get proposals. But what, of course, always very, very often helps is Google, 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 or the Chinese version Baidu, B-A-I-D-U. Um, use it a lot, find out about them, and then call, call, call. Talk to the people, not only send emails. Please be prepared that anywhere outside of China, it is very likely that you will need a lot more time than compared to inside of China for sourcing. So if it takes you four times, five times, six times, seven times, to contact the same supplier in order to get a proposal, don't worry, it's normal. It's very, very normal. It takes a lot longer time usually outside of China, but be persistent, continue, go for it. Um, you will get results. Vitamin C, connections to other people and relationships, of course. Um, the Chinese guanxi is as well worth it and works pretty much all over the world. Um, when you have a close relationship with people, you find out more information. Calling, calling, calling is definitely one of the things I would suggest you to do and find out and spend the time. It takes time and get my suggestion, not only three, four, five proposals. We usually target when we source for others in China, for example, up to about 30 potential suppliers. Outside of China, we target to usually find 60 potential suppliers. Why? Well, hint, you get a lot of proposals and if you have a lot of proposals, then you do have a lot of prices and you have a very good position to negotiate. Plus, then the, the more proposals you have, of course, the better you know the real market price. And this is how we actually are very often able to literally save some bigger sellers, of course, millions of dollars in sourcing their best sellers again. Now, a few more things. Um, I hope I can fit this all into the few minutes here. What to watch out for is, uh, here's just part one, I guess we'll blind it up in here. Um, get enough proposals. Why? Again, two three, two, three or four proposals. That doesn't really show you the full market. You can't really negotiate with all of this. Target to find a lot more because then you see, you know, a common pattern. What are high prices? What are low prices? And with the low prices, of course, you can negotiate the better quality of the high prices. Plus, you have a lot of excuses to say to produce with somebody else. Now, another one is, um, especially for us brand owners, we ourselves are also brand owners. We have two brands selling on Amazon since 2014. Plus, we brought them into the biggest retail stores of Germany. Um, but what is a very important thing is get rid of trading companies. As soon as we find trading companies in um, our research, we, of course, try to kick them out. We don't need anybody who moves boxes and ask for 20, 80, 100, 150% on top um, prices. So they're just making it more expensive. Unless you say you do want to have the security that somebody has imported it already. Again, sorry for me speaking so fast, but I talk a lot. I do know that. 
I'm still trying to give you as much uh, content, as, as much uh, value as possible. Background checks. Don't trust every supplier immediately. Do some background check about them. Are they a registered business? Do they have the export license when, for example, it comes to China? Um, can we see what is their financial situations? What kind of reviews do we have? Can we see that some of the management is maybe involved into some other companies that maybe currently are being even uh, sued? Um, how long are they in the market? What's the size of them? Do they really produce what they're uh, telling to produce? Same thing topic before are they a trading company also all of that can be checked how is the business for example registered then you can find out if it's a trading company well kick them out um, a bad web page doesn't mean it's a bad company no it doesn't for the simple reason i used to say jokingly um, before our web page was definitely worse and um, what we said in there is if any company out there who has a worse web page than we or than us ourselves, but they're five times or ten times, uh, sorry, five years or ten years on the market, then this is a pretty damn good sign. Why? Because they don't need a web page to sell. They grow through referrals. They, uh, you know, many of the web pages from producers, they may be five years old, ten years old, fifteen years old, and they never updated them. Why? Because they don't need a web page to sell themselves. They do good products. They do. Um, deliver good service and this is how the word spreads next one flexibility and communication um, they don't all need to be able to speak as fast as I can so <laughs> just what I mean with this is how easy how open is it to communicate with them how willing are they to discuss with you to discuss, discuss changes do they offer OEM do they offer ODM original equipment manufacturer or even if you come with your own design original design manufacturers are they open to do adjustments um, how do they react to changes? Are they willing to do this? By the way, if you find somebody who doesn't really want to do changes, that's also a pretty good sign that this may be a trading company. Why? Well, because they just want to sell products that exist already and just move them through without having a lot of hassle of discussing with a real producer. Do those changes, please, because that's a lot of time for them. All they want to do is move boxes, get money. Um, our products in general possible at all means you know whatever they show on the web page it may not mean that those are the ones that they really actually produce once product pages or the web pages can be very very old and secondly you know every potential supplier you approach and he maybe hasn't done the product yet if he's a smart one he's starting to think like hmm how can i produce it so maybe they will give it a try and see okay i can produce it i think i can do it but they will actually tell you it's like yes we can do that be careful there. Um, what is the reality? Have they done the products? Check with them as well. Have you produced them already? And when it comes to some of the countries, don't let them just say yes or no. Ask them, please, can you please answer in a full sentence? Yes, we have produced this very product before. That is a statement which you can count on. Um, at least you can count on more. Second one, what to watch out for. It's six more... Um, six Chinese six six in our language um, six more um, suggestions what to do licenses and certificates check that the suppliers have for once all the licenses and certificates they would need themselves as running their own business plus are the products that you can uh, then sell are they sellable does it make sense do they do they have all the certificates and uh, licenses needed do they actually know which ones are needed. Don't rely on them when they say, yes, yes, we know all the certificates. We see this so often here in Europe or in Germany um, that 
you know, of course, they're going to tell you, yes, we have all certificates because it's your responsibility to make sure that they actually have them. If they don't have them, not a big problem. Um, we can also help with, or you can do this, of course, on your own if you go to TUV, to SGS, to DECRA, or to any other ones who can help get the certificates and um, whatever you would need the re uh, in order to comply with the regulations for your market. Now, when working with a sourcing company or agent, um, could be, for example, us, could be others, please make sure that you get all the contacts so that you have the possibility to always get in contact with the supplier yourself, continue the negotiations on your own. You don't necessarily have to pay a percentage on the order volume and a percentage on the reorders. Um, because to me, to be honest, a reorder doesn't really take that much time. And compared to percentages, in my opinion, it is a lot cheaper to work, for example, like we do on an hourly base. Um, just make sure, in my opinion, again, this is, we have like, what, 70 or 80 products so far ourselves and our brands. I would not go for any percentages of orders. Um, I want to see the results. I want to see this all clearly. I want to get all the contact data so I can take this over anytime. Uh, I want myself and no, the cost should not depend on the volume that you're ordering. The cost depends on the work that is being done. Bribes. Make sure that your uh, agents are not getting any kickbacks or any bribes. Um, as well, make sure you get enough offers. Ask your um, sourcing agency how many offers, how many um, you know quotes that they get in. If they say three, four, five, it's like, hmm, well, that's uh, okay. But do you really know the market? Target literally. I would say 30 potential producers in China, 60 potential producers outside of China and see that you get as many proposals as possible. I personally think 10, 12, 15, 20 or maybe even 30 proposals is possible. This is what shows you what the real price is so that you won't overpay. Um, offer versus reality in production. Short anecdote, there was a, a customer who got a sample. He looked at the samples, three of them. All right, they all look good. Take this one. And later he figured out, sorry, it wasn't a customer, it was before he worked with us. Um, but later he found out, it's like, all right, mass production, all of a sudden it looked different. Also, this can happen. Why? Well, because there are some sourcing, sorry, some producers out there who maybe take the, uh, um, what is it, to, that take the product, they order it from somebody else as a sample, show you the three ordered products and then say, all right, number two is what you want, so let us try to build number two ourselves. And this may end up looking very different. So quality control, please, 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 always quality control. Yes, we can help with quality control pretty much in any country. Yes, we go into the local factories. Yes, we check that or find somebody else, of course, also. Do the quality control, especially on the main orders on the mass production. Ask them, where are the products produced really? Now, one of the things could, of course, be, you know, me as a German, lots of companies there, oh, we're a German company, or oh, we're producing in Germany. Ask them, please, like, are the products really produced in Germany? Or do you have a factory, for example, in China? Um, because many will say, yes, 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 we're German, we're a German company, we're producing in Germany. What about this product? Are you really producing this one in Germany or in Mexico or in the US? Or is it being produced overseas? Because also a lot of German manufacturers understood, hey, if I outsource this to another company, to, for example, China, uh, it becomes me cheaper even with the shipping. So ask, is it really produced where they say it is? Don't marry a stranger. So when you get uh, to know a supplier, it's the same as your relationship. You know, you wouldn't marry your husband or your wife from first date on. 
be prepared the same way as it may happen in a relationship means in your personal relationship you know there will be fights there will be arguments you will have different opinions and only then when you figured out after a long time that even due to the fights the arguments the different opinions maybe even money issues if you can still go through this together then you would probably marry the person be prepared that this may of course also happen with your supplier so don't marry a stranger be prepared it may take time it will turn turn into a long-term relationship if both parties of course well benefit from it and the moqs do not do a hundred percent payment upfront. i think this is clearly to most of them or to most of you out there by now um what's a common thing 50 50 or 30 70 so for example make a 30 percent down payment um, and the 70 percent final payment will only happen after the mass production quality control was successful and satisfying only then you send the money do not send it in any earlier because i mean if you paid for it you know what incentive does the producer still have to improve his quality another step that i showed in here for later on is that you for example can do 20 30 50 you make a 20 percent down payment or in some terms depending on how large you go with some of the um, suppliers over the long run you may not have any down payment but assume you make a 20 percent upfront 30% after uh, production and quality control and 50% after receiving the goods in the US, in your warehouse, in Germany, wherever you have it. I hope that with this, I could bring you, well, a bit of effort, uh, not a bit of effort, but a bit of value. Um, again, Sebastian Hertz, my name is Signify Global Product Sourcing is our global product sourcing company. And I hit it at 13 minutes and 40. Stephen, I hope this is good enough. Best wishes from Germany.